I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. It's about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Join movement expert Aaron Alexander as he dives into the minds of the foremost innovative healthcare thinkers and movement masters on their approach to optimal health and wellness. Align podcast. There are no separate things in the physical world either. In the physical world is wiggly. The clouds, mountains, trees, people are all wiggly. And uh, only when human beings get working at things, they build buildings in straight lines and try and make out that the world isn't really wiggly. But here are we sitting in this room, all built on straight lines, but each one of us is as wiggly as all get out. Now then, when you uh, want to get control of something that wiggles, it's pretty difficult, isn't it? You try and pick up a fish in your hands, and the fish is wiggly and it slips out. What do you do to get hold of the fish? You use a net. And so the, the net is the basic thing we have for getting hold of the wiggly world. And so if you want to get hold of this wiggle, you've got to put a net over it. And I can number the holes in a net. So many so holes up, so many holes across. And if I can number these holes, I can count exactly where each wiggle is in terms of a hole in that net. And that's the beginning of calculus, the art of measuring the world. But in order to do that, I've got to break up the wiggle into bits. And I've got to call this a specific bit, and this the next bit of the wiggle, and this the next bit, and this the next bit of the wiggle. And so these bits are things or events. Bits of wiggles, which I mark out in order to talk about the wiggle, in order to measure it, and therefore in order to control it. But in nature, in fact, in the physical world, the wiggle isn't bitted. Welcome back to the Align Podcast. Are we recording? I'm not really sure. Yes, we are. I see it now. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Aaron Alexander, and in today's episode, I got to chat with someone that has been an inspiration to my development of uh, my business predominantly, um, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. You folks might have heard of him or his podcast already. Um, super inspirational, gathering all the world's top entrepreneurs and here and there, their stories of uh, just all the trials and tribulations that they went through in creating their vision, creating their dream. And that's kind of what we get into today. I'm not going to let the sunk cost bias rule my life. Just because I've been putting a lot of time, energy, and effort into something, if it's not working, if it's no longer feeling right, if I'm having some intuition, some red flags that are coming up, it's time to take my energy, my focus, my bandwidth, my money and put it in a different direction. Like you should stop doing what you're doing the minute it doesn't work. Because if it's not working, like what are you still doing? You're losing other opportunities that you could be improving upon. You know, Entrepreneur on Fire generates over $250,000 a month. We've built a very solid business. You know, we've done a lot of great things, but you know, that doesn't mean that I don't have the, the imposter syndrome. Across the board, we need to give ourselves more space as human beings. I mean, we just don't give ourselves the, the time to think, to have that great idea. And then once you have that great idea, 
go at it full board and don't be afraid to be bad. We all are. Thank you so much for tuning in to the website, aligntherapy.com, A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. On there, you will find hundreds of videos on self-care and functional movement. You will find the self-care kit, which is a hollow foam roller with two different myofascial release balls, both of which blessed by Siberian shamans and a heavy-duty elastic band and a door anchor. Each and every single elastic band that comes in the self-care kit, I personally noose myself in in order to verify its sturdiness and its fortitude. And I can personally guarantee you they are good and strong. <laughs> um, thank you so much for leaving iTunes reviews on the uh, iTunes machine. That's greatly appreciated. Um, love reading those guys. They're very, very helpful. Um, thanks for utilizing the Amazon portal on the right sidebar of the blog in the podcast at AlignTherapy.com. Quote of today in reference to uh, the conversation with Mr. Dumas is from Neil David Walsh. And here it goes. Your soul doesn't care what you do for a living. And when your life is over, neither will you. Your soul only cares who you are being while you are doing what you are doing. Very, very interesting how our career path and uh, our social acceptance and all that oftentimes, as in I think almost always, kind of dictates or guides the way that we walk and move through the world. And um, I think it's very easy to get lost in making money or, you know, whatever the goal is and missing out on, uh, you know, the whole cliche thing of being in the moment and the experience and enjoying the journey and blah, 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 blah. That is real. Um, I hope that we can embrace that. Embrace the work. It takes work to get there. You're going to got to do it no matter what. May as well be, have a smile on your face while you're doing it. Um, I got a burlesque show coming up. And a boylesque show coming up as well here in Bend, Oregon. <laughs> when it comes out, uh, that's that's the, the most recent news. Getting to to practice for a performance, I find to be incredibly helpful for um, adding a degree of give a damn to my my daily my daily basis here. So challenge of the week: if y'all can find some way to put yourself out there so that people will see you perform something. I promise you will become a better person because of it. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Here we go, Mr. John Dumas. Align Podcast. How do you find that balance between business, you know, and entrepreneurship and yourself and your relationships? You know, because that's something that I think is can be a really big struggle where you can almost become... I kind of became obsessive with developing this thing, you know, to the point that it was like I was, you know, three parts entrepreneur and one part human. You know, now I'm finally like back, back even keel, you know, but is that something you've noticed in your journey at all? Yeah, well, you know, first and foremost, I just want to say you know, thank you for for listening to Entrepreneur on Fire. Thank you for being inspired because the mission of Entrepreneur on Fire is to inspire a million people, to inspire a hundred million people. So I couldn't do this alone. You know, and seeing someone like you with your energy and personality 
and that's going off now into the world and, and inspiring others. I mean, that's super exciting. And that's what I love about what both of us are doing now in the world. It's really cool putting this content out there. Right. You know, and for me, I got to be honest. I mean, I'm four parts entrepreneur, four parts entrepreneur. I mean, there's no human in me and that's fine. <laughs> I don't think, I think balance is overrated. I mean, I feel like when you choose something that you love doing, um, which is this right here, I, this is what I love doing. I mean, I'm sitting in my living room in San Diego talking to a cool dude you know, about entrepreneurship. I mean, this is, this is the path that I chose. Um, you know, I, I, I could be stuck in a cubicle somewhere typing up GPS reports, but I'm not. Right. So, uh, life is pretty good and I have no shame and, uh, just going full board with it. <laughs> well, so for folks, one of the things that I try and drive at a lot with people is how to turn your lifestyle into your, your passions into a career. You know, I think that that's one of the most crucial things is that you're genuinely excited to wake up every day. You know, if every day you wake up and the first thing you think is, crap, I got to go to work, you know, like that has to be so energetically draining, you know, at a, at a deep cellular level that is impacting every aspect of you, you know, so how do you have any advice for folks as, as far as like how to start to converge the things that they genuinely enjoy doing into being something that maybe people give a darn about and will, will pay them for? Yeah. I mean, one thing that I love um, as a quote that's very simple, um, but I think within its simplicity really does lie its beauty. And that is if you want to be, do. Like I wanted to be a podcaster. I had no broadcasting experience. I had no online presence. I had never done anything in the entrepreneurship world before. Right. But I knew that if I wanted to be a podcaster, I had to podcast. Those were like just a key distinguisher for me. And so I did just that. Like I podcasted and I podcasted badly at first. And it wasn't, you know, till 50, 100 episodes in, you know, that I actually became a decent podcaster and slowly improved. And, you know, I just had my 1,000th episode and I'm still improving as a podcaster as part of the journey that we're on as human beings. And, you know, looking back at all the greats, you know, from the past, I mean, LeBron James, you know, he didn't make his first free throw. Right. You know, Tiger Woods didn't make his first putt, you know, or his last 10, actually. Right. But, uh, you know, he is just a person who was willing to be bad at something yeah. in order to eventually get good at something. So... That's what I would say. I'd say, you know, like really sit down, give yourself some space. You know, people never give themselves space in this time and age. You're always checking, you know, Twitter, Instagram, you know, like when can people even picture right now sitting across the table from somebody at dinner and then that person across from you from dinner, they go to the bathroom. Right. Can you even picture sitting at that table by yourself and just being right. without touching your phone? Right. I, I don't think you can. Right. I know that I grab my phone every time Kate leaves and, you know, to, for the bathroom, I can, you know, hammer out a couple Instagram likes and check my email real quick and tweet something real quick. I mean, it's like we've just now become these people that just fill every second of every day with something right. and it has to stop before you actually start. Now, I've already started. I'm already on my journey. Like I've already found my thing and I'm wildly successful doing it. So that's one thing. So now I can be doing that thing because it's what I love doing. But if you haven't got to that point yet where you're loving doing what you're doing, you got to start by giving yourself some space. Give yourself some mind breath to actually think about something that you might be passionate about, that you might be excited in, 
And, you know, give yourself the chance for that aha moment to happen, for that light bulb to turn on. And you actually say, hey, this is something that I'm actually passionate about and that I have some skills in that I can improve on as well. Like I can combine these and this zone of genius to just start. And then if you have found that, it goes back to that initial quote that I shared. If you want to be due, that's so critical. So, you know, across the board, we need to give ourselves more space as human beings. I right. mean, we just don't give ourselves the, the time to think, to have that great idea. And then once you have that great idea, go at it full board and don't be afraid to be bad. We all are. Right. How is, is do you have any, any advice for folks, you know, at home or that, that may be interested in putting something out there of value to the world and how to really get that launched, get that moving and, and help help push that push whatever their product may be, but in a, in a genuine way. Well, number one, if you're like me, um, when I started, I had zero credibility, zero authority, no online presence, no audience. So I had to start there. And now what's the best way to build an online audience? Well, for a long shots, it's creating free, valuable, and consistent content. Those are the three ingredients. Right. If you are delivering free valuable and consistent content, you will grow an audience, period. And if you're providing that content in a niche that you're passionate about, that you're excited about, all the better, because you're gonna be growing the type of audience that you want to interact with. Right. So you're gonna be creating this free, valuable, consistent content. And then Aaron, it's a simple question. You ask that audience that you're growing, what are you struggling with? Right. And then you just listen. And they're gonna tell you the pain points, the obstacles, the challenges, that they're facing right now. And then you, the person that they're getting to know, like, and trust because of your consistent, valuable content that you're providing via a podcast, a video, a blog, you are gonna provide the solution to that in the form of a product, a service, a community. And that's how you're gonna start monetizing in a pretty powerful way. Right, and so something that I reference you a lot, um, actually I've, I've referenced you a couple times on this podcast, is the uh, imposter syndrome, mm. you know? And I think that that's, it's such an amazing, you know, mind freak that it's like, I mean, I've, I've done workshops all around the world, you know? It's like, I've, I've done speaking events, I've done all this stuff, and it's like, almost every time, you know, there's been a couple where I was like, I don't know, you know, but almost every time it's like, I get done, I was like, that was great, that was great. You know, as I get into it, it's like, this is fantastic. This is my thing. Like, I love it, you know, but it's there every once in a while, these thoughts will creep in of who the hell are you? You know, yeah. it's, it's like, what's, what right do you have to advise any human how to live their life, how to, how to better, how to better themselves, whatever it is. Is that something that you still deal with that you have dealt with any, anything like that? A hundred percent. And Aaron, what I would say is. Next time you get the opportunity, look in the mirror, smile, and say, oh, I'm a human being. Like, congratulations, because that's what it means to be a human being. You are born with this innate sense of fear, of doubt, of not being included in the tribe. That fear is innate. It is always going to be there. That imposter syndrome, that voice will always be with you. doesn't matter what you've achieved in life. It is always going to be there. So the people that are successful that we look around and see, you know, the Richard Branson's, the Barack Obama's, the people that have risen to the tops in their areas in the world, those people have the imposter syndrome just like everybody else. Right. But they've learned to embrace it. Just say, you know what? This is part of who I am. Instead of running away from this, 
I'm actually just going to embrace it and let it be part of who I am and what I'm doing. And I'm going to use it to my advantage. So, you know, Entrepreneur on Fire generates over $250,000 a month. We've built a very solid business. You know, we've done a lot of great things. But, you know, that doesn't mean that I don't have the, the imposter syndrome. You know, I just keynoted podcast movements um, in Fort Worth, Texas this past weekend. And, you know, I spoke in front of 1,100 people. Now, you better believe that before I got on stage, I was terrified. I was doubting myself. I was scared. You know, I thought that I might just fail and flop. You know, and then I got up on stage and I absolutely crushed it. You know, all humbleness aside. Right. Um, but that's just the reality is that, you know, I, you know, have the imposter syndrome. Tim Ferriss has the imposter syndrome. You do. And everybody listening does. It's just how do you react with that? Do you let it take over your life or do you just let it be? Uh, become part of your life and just the reality that it is. Right. You know, I think that, I mean, I love little sound bites for people to kind of take away. And one of the things that I got, once again, from you, I don't know if this is this is yours or not, but uh, the FOCUS, the acronym for FOCUS. Follow, follow one, one course until success. So important. Check this out. Nice. So, so beautiful. You know, and I think that's so important. Is that you or, or did you get that somewhere? What was that? Uh, one of my listeners sent it to me. Cool. I dig it. Um, you know, and I think that, I mean, then, then there's an interesting, <laughs> interesting kind of like side note with like, if you've, if you've read the dip before where it's like kind of like choosing, is this the path that I should follow? You know, <laughs> I think that's, that's an interesting thing. It's like, you know, I feel very confidently that the path that I'm following, like is the one, you know, mm. but, but it's also been kind of a long road of, you know, we've gone through a lot of trials and tribulations, like I'm still, sure. still on it. I think it's, I think it's the one, you know, but for folks that are like, Maybe this, maybe I don't want to be a furniture salesman, the world's best furniture salesman or whatever it is. You know, I think it's an interesting thing of finding, is this the one course that I should follow or not? You know, do you have any kind of like, do you have a sense of like differentiation before of like, you know, sh maybe I should jump off the ship. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. You know, all we have is time as entrepreneurs, like all we have is time. And I think it's so important and critical for us to realize that and to say, hey, like I'm not going to let the sunk cost bias rule my life. Just because I've been putting a lot of time, energy, and effort into something, yeah. if it's not working, if it's no longer feeling right, if I'm having some intuition, some red flags that are coming up, it's time to take my energy, my focus, my bandwidth, my money and put it in a different direction. Right. Like You should stop doing what you're doing the minute it doesn't work because if it's not working, like, what are you still doing? You're losing other opportunities that you could be improving upon. So, you know, in, in the book, uh, The Dip, Seth Godin talks about, hey, the only way to get out of a hole sometimes is to stop digging. So <laughs> think about that. <laughs> yeah. And is there anything that you see with entrepreneurs today that's like, like a couple top thing, top things that you see missing with entrepreneurs from today? Transparency and authenticity, I think, are two huge things. You know, we're all standing on the shoulders of giants. I mean, I right. took a lot from other great podcast interviewers and just interviewers in general and, and assimilated it into my kind of thing with Entrepreneur Fire when I started. But it wasn't until I really started letting my own voice shine through that the audience started really connecting with me because the listeners, the viewers, they can tell when you're not being authentic, when you're not being yourself. And I mean, I can say... Like, I get a pretty darn authentic vibe from you, Aaron. I mean, you, you kind of just let it go. And I would encourage that because, 
you know, you have to be you. You know, you have some quirky things. I have some quirky things. We shouldn't be hiding this from our audience. We need to right, be right. who we are. And I feel like people that, you know, are trying to go like the radio route and trying to be too professional and too rigid and all these things, you know, you have to let your personality come through because people are going to love or hate you based on your personality. And it has to be your personality. Like if you really want to get that raving fan base that knows, likes, and trusts you to that level that you want and need, it has to come from a place of genuine authenticity. So I'm seeing that missing out there right now. The ones that are doing it right, you know, the Pat Flynn's of the world, the Lewis Howes, the Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, that dude is who he is. And he doesn't right. care if he ruffles other people's feathers because he's not trying to be everything to everyone. He's trying to be, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. And that's key. Right. And I wanted to just shout out to Pat Flynn as well, because he was a big part of, I, I listened to Entrepreneur on Fire and Smart Passive Income a lot. <laughs> um, and they both were so, so crucially helpful. So um, cool. yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, Pat yeah. and, and John. Um, you know, I think that the authenticity piece is just so crucially important. And thank you so much for saying that. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I think that one of the things that I say a lot is, is that evolution is dependent upon those of us willing to be different. You know, and I think that it's so easy to get wrapped up into normalcy, you know, and, and for my vantage point, I think normally is, normal is completely broken. You know, you see obesity levels rising and diabetes rising and, you know, all this different stuff that it's just like the direction that we as a culture are going, at least from a health perspective, which I think that's kind of, it relates to everything. I don't think it's up right now, you know? And so I think mm -hmm. taking that opportunity to not be normal, you know, if you throw your hands up over your head, you know, like, like whatever it is that you're feeling, you know, do it, you know, get naked and do a cartwheel, like whatever you're into, maybe I mean, don't get arrested, you know, but it's like, <laughs> we have, we have so much fear around someone potentially seeing through us, you know, seeing into a deeper level of us, you know, it's like when we sing a song, we, la, 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 you know, it's like, try and sing, you know, like actually try and sing. <laughs> You know, and it's so embarrassing because people see you, you know, they see you really trying to do something and that's a really vulnerable position to be in. So I think that that it's an interesting thing that in this modern age, I think that like you're saying, that's being rewarded is mm. really putting yourself out there and, you know, being vulnerable. Totally. You know, and so one of the questions that you asked on your show, I think it's great, is um, struggles that you've dealt with. Yeah. You know, so in your path in general, it doesn't necessarily need to relate to entrepreneurship, um, but is there any really prominent struggles that you've experienced? Yeah, I, you know, I would say the biggest struggle that I'm currently experiencing today is the best use of my time, you know, and really seeing what opportunities that are coming at me um, are the right ones. Because this is, you know, and, you know, this is, you know, not complaining, you know, this is kind of rich people problems, of course, but you know, when you have the kind of success that, that I've had and other people have had, you know, now you go from a place where when I was starting, you know, I would have done anything for any opportunity and I did. Right. And that wasn't too long ago, by the way. Right. But now I'm at the place where I have so many opportunities coming at me and, and all of them have some potential and some of them have great potential and some of them, you know, but it's having to identify, you know, which opportunities are the right ones. And, and there is a great quote by Derek Sivers, which is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Right. And I think that's a really great idea, but it's hard in, in practice, you know, it's hard in practice because we don't know just from an email or from a glance, like, is that opportunity going to be big? Like, am I passing up on the next Uber? You know, and that's kind of where I'm getting to now where a lot of people, 
you know, are wanting to partner up with me on different joint ventures and I'm doing those things, but I am really trying to go into it very strategically and very intentionally. And I'm having to say no to a lot of what people would, would think. And I would have just thought even a year or two years ago was amazing opportunities because I just don't have the time and the bandwidth. So I'm really struggling with that, with identifying which opportunities are ones that, you know, I should be taking, you know, again, I'm not going to lie. It's like, you know, some people say like first world problems, you know, that's just kind of like successful people problems. Like I'm not complaining about having these problems, right. but it is a struggle. It is something that I had to deal with every single day about what should I be using my bandwidth for? I mean, there's so many products and services that I could be creating more content, you know, all these things, but you know, it just, it's, it's a struggle. And I think it's, it only gets worse um, as you become more successful. And so, you know, again, as you, you start off, you know, you, you have problems on one hand where it's like, I don't have any opportunities. I don't have any audience. And that's a certain set of problems. And then those problems start to diminish as you get more successful, but then a whole new set of problems crop up. Well, Hey, I still only have 24 hours in a day. Right. How am I best going to use that? So, you know, it's a struggle. Um, it's nothing to, uh, you know, to cry about. And, you know, there's, there's no tiny violins playing for me right now, or maybe there are. But, uh, you know, the reality is, is that uh, it's a struggle that I'm dealing with. Yeah, I feel you, man. Well, a part of that struggle, I want to just sincerely thank you for offering me your time, man. I really super, yeah. super appreciate it. Um, how do people find you? Um, I suggest anybody if they're, you know, in the throes of trying to figure out how to yeah. make their life more fantastic or kind of optimize, you know, their career, whatever it is, like check out yeah. entrepreneur on fire. It helped me a lot. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Cause you are again, part of that million who is going to help me inspire a hundred million. So we're on this journey together. You know, thank you for being on this with me. Um, it's going to change the world. No doubt. Uh, you can find me at eofire.com. That is where all the magic happens. Free trainings. We have freepodcastcourse.com. We have thewebinarcourse.com. If you want to do either of those things, it's completely free. And Aaron, it's been a blast. Thank you so much, man. Have a, have a beautiful day. Hopefully I get to see you in San Diego. That'd be a blast. Align Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I greatly appreciate your comments and your shares in iTunes. They determine the ranking and the visibility of the show, and they make me smile. So I look forward to reading those guys. Be sure to check out the website, aligntherapy.com. That's A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. On there, you can find my blog. You can find this podcast, more information about the topics and the, and the uh, guests that we've had on the show. You can find hundreds of absolutely free instructional videos on self-care, functional movement, how to get strong, how to get fast, how to get exactly what you want out of your body as well. Be sure to check out the self-care kit where it is as small enough to fit underneath the seat in your car. And it's like a physical therapist and massage therapist all wrapped up into one package. I know you guys are going to love the website. I know you guys are going to get a lot of value out of it. And I look forward to hearing your comments. All right. Thank you for listening, and remember to join the movement by subscribing to the podcast. If the information has been helpful, please share and leave your comments in iTunes. Aaron personally reads each one, and it makes all the work worthwhile. Together, we will make a difference and continue to bring more powerful and inspiring messages to the world. Align Podcast.